I know it's good morning to you. Thank you for staying with us this morning on gospelbestradio.com. And we apologize for coming on a bit late this morning for On the Lord's Side. It's Wednesday, the 15th of November, 2023. The program is On the Lord's Side, Christian Perspectives on News and Current Events. My name is Olufemi Ogunto. You can follow me on Twitter at Olufemi OG. You can follow Gospel Best Radio on Twitter at Gospel Bells radio want to begin this morning engaging with an interesting story and we hope uh, a story that is true in all its ramification uh, this from the united states i'm taking this news item from foxnews.com it says kat von d is on fire for jesus after abandoning witchcraft i do not know who this lady is or rather i did not know who she is before now before i came across this story but the writer to the to the headline on foxnews.com says the former tattoo artist and entrepreneur shared a baptism on social media in October in October and you and if you do just a cursory Google search uh, for Kat Von D and Jesus you'll find uh, numerous reports on this development uh, there is one on Facebook that says uh, makeup guru and reality star explains why she's embracing Jesus there's another one on yeah and just so many media platforms uh, talking about how these either to infamous infamous witchcraft adhering makeup artist and reality star has now has now embraced jesus christ i want to read the report from fox news it says kat von d is happier in her life as a christian the former tattoo artist and star of the reality series la inc spoke about finding and restoring a relationship with god on the relatable with ali beth stockley podcast she explained that in her 20s she had a free thinking mentality to question everything especially authority that led her according to her according to this but that led her to look into new age practices like witchcraft meditation and yoga According to our quote, I was just searching for answers and meaning in so many of the wrong places like most people do. End of quote. After also struggling with alcohol and drugs, she became sober almost 17 years ago and still found the non-Christian spirituality wasn't helping her, comparing it to short-lived band aids on a sinking ship. One night, she decided to throw away all her books on witchcraft and other new age practices, describing them as crutches. I don't want, I don't want these crutches in my life anymore. And that's what really I saw them as. The 41-year-old said, quote, I just want Jesus and it's a very narrow road. I feel like all these other, these breathing techniques or spell work, nature worship, all these things, they are just crutches. They are not really my answer. And as for me, and so for me, I would rather eliminate any distractions. And this is just what works for me, she added. Again, just before the lockdown, she continued to work on re-evaluating her life. And her friend sent her a sermon that she loved and felt it answered a lot of questions. She said, I'm on fire for Jesus. I don't plan on this dimming out, Von D said. Quote, the more and more I learn, the more excited I get about things and the more at ease I am about what's happening in this world and what's happening in my marriage in all of it. End of quote. According to this report from Foxes.com, 
It says she noted she still has friends who are into new age practices like tarot, witchcraft, and med- med- meditation, but feels like they are miserable and admits that she was once one of them. Quote, I would look around at my Christian friends. They are not perfect by any means, but I want what you have. Like, I love the light that you have, she said. End of quote. Uh, Von D recently moved to Indiana where she joined the Baptist church and decided to get baptized. She shared a video of the day of her baptism on, on her social media but says she faced backlash from non-Christians and Christians alike. It went from, well, her hand wasn't completely submerged in water, so this is fake. It doesn't count. Other people were like, she's faking it. This is just for a PR stunt. She said, and then she she's also quoted as saying, "Quote: I'm not I'm not an idiot. I knew that when I posted that video, people would have questions." Von D said her, her choice to film the ceremony was intentional as a way of atoning for her past. "Quote: That is the symbolic gesture of baptism, but also a part for me is a bit of making amends with my followers because for so many years." I've been putting out a certain message that makes me sad I was ever even a part of it. End of quote. She continues, To publicly proclaim this was me setting some things right, just for me. It has nothing to do with my church isn't involved in that thought process. It was important for me to share that. Again, she said, quote, This is something I want to celebrate. I want to be open and honest about it. She was born as Catherine von Drachenborg in Mexico. She was raised by Christian missionary parents, but she rebelled because, quote, I had a lot of questions as a kid and I don't think my parents were equipped with the answers. According to this report, she ran away from home at 14 and she said she put her parents, quote, through a literal hell that I've made amends for now. But, but their faith also helped her find a way back to God. According to her quote, I think I was very lucky I had parents that were Christian. I do credit my dad for everything because I remember finding myself in very dark moments and intuitively I was praying. And it wasn't because my dad made me, because he had been waiting, that's all. Oh. Quote again, when you can fall in love and learn as an adult, it's so much more meaningful and real than it is when you are a child just doing it because that is what we do. And that is how we do it. End of quote. Hmm. And I do hope you found this story as fascinating as as fascinating as interesting, as beautiful, as enlightening, as revealing as I find it. Because as I read through the story, I find that uh, almost in every turn, in a, uh, almost at every turn of the story, you find something that as a Christian, you can either celebrate or relate to, or you feel compelled to, to, to emphasize. Uh, number one, she started by saying that she's happier in her life as a Christian. And you see, there is no doubt about that. There is no, there is no one who comes to Christ who does not feel that joy who does not feel that joy I, I, I acknowledge that she said here that all our Christian friends many of our Christian friends they may not be the richest people in the world and they may not have everything that they want or even need right but you see they're just happy they're just happy and you see that happiness that blessedness uh, that gives rise to joy joy that the world cannot understand the joy that the world cannot understand you know the joy that pass the peace that passes all understanding 
that sort of gift that comes from the Lord, that comes from knowing the Lord, it cannot be compared, cannot be compared to anything. Jesus said, uh, my peace I live with you, not as the world gives, but I give you that peace, the peace that the world cannot understand. Don't be troubled, do not be afraid. Peace I live with you. Peace I live with you. And there is no one who has the peace that is from Jesus Christ who would not be happy. That is why the psalmist wrote in Psalm 34 saying, Oh, taste, oh, taste and say that the Lord is good. Blessed are those who put their trust in him. Oh, taste and say that the Lord is good. Blessed are those who put their trust in him. So I, I do hope that from the story of this lady, though born a Christian, who rebelled, who then... Uh, joined with uh, those practicing witchcraft and all those other practices who has now found herself never uh, finding joy in all those things who has not come to Christ I do pray that I will encourage you uh, not ever to give up on anyone I pray to encourage you not to ever give up on anyone uh, but to continue to look up to God on behalf of those who are yet to come to the saving faith of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and then And then she mentioned something about, uh, at, a, at a time in our youth, questioning everything, questioning everything, and looking into new age practices. I mean, when I read that bit about new age practices, it said new age practices like witchcraft, like meditation and yoga. I said to myself, well, it is easy, yes, quite easy for many people to say, well, yes, I want to look into new age practices. I mean, it is marketing. The, the devil himself markets, right? The devil himself markets himself. He markets himself. He markets his, his wares and the things he has to sell. He markets them. And it's fascinating that witchcraft is being marketed as a new age practice. It is not a new age practice. This of us on the Lord's side know that so well. Uh, that witchcraft has been from uh, almost the time that Satan himself rebelled against uh, the Lord, against the Lord. Witchcraft has always been there. You know, uh, in, in many parts of the, of the New Testament, the Lord warning his people against witchcraft, against witchcraft over and over in the in the old in the old testament and so uh, when you hear um, witchcraft being marketed nowadays as as a new age thing and you know the the reason why uh, marketing as a new age thing why it resonates with young people because young people want to say look we are the people of now we are the people of the future let us rebel against everything that has gone in the past you know there is that uh, full hardiness pardon me uh, that afflicts young people sometimes when they think that oh all that has gone before all those who have come before us uh, they they never knew they are right from their from their left and they were wrong in all their all their thinkings and all their decisions and uh, that full hardiness when it afflicts a young person it says to that young person you are the now you are the future so do something different do something different uh, sometimes it's just pride it's just pride that afflicts human beings when that when pride says to them look just do something different be different and break free from the past and so you know the devil uh, described by our lord rightfully so as a liar and the father of it so he comes up with his lies again and he says okay you know what uh I, I, 
I'll sell you something new. Let's talk about new age practices like witchcraft. What? Witchcraft is not new. It has been there. Witchcraft is not new. Exodus 22:18. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Leviticus 19:26. You shall not use enchantment or witchcraft. In Leviticus 20:27, 20, a man also or woman that has a familiar spirit or that is a wizard shall surely be put to death. And you have over and over again, just go through the Old Testament, you find exhortations and warnings against against witchcraft. I want to make that point that, although she said that she looked into New Age practices, none of the things she mentioned is actually New Age. New Age, sin has always been the same. Rebellion against God has always been rebellion against God. Uh, no matter how it is dressed, uh, some talk of yoga. Yoga itself is even dated, even by uh, contemporary stand- uh, standards. It's not even anything new. I, I, I know that there is uh, uh, there is an argument out there about about whether yoga is godly or whether it's not godly. Uh, that people will say that well, if if you just go through uh, those physical uh, motions, those physical uh, disciplines of yoga just for your body uh, for your physical strength, there's nothing wrong with it some people say, well as long as you are not uh, meditating and calling on those uh, uh, on those sun gods uh, that the yogi would ordinarily do then you're not doing anything wrong, well, but let's not go into that argument today, but what, what we want to make uh, air is that although this lady, Kat Von D said she looked into new practices that they are never new, we should be reminded that people Lord side that the devil of course always wanted to market himself would market himself to the rebellious and to the young people as bringing something new there's nothing new about what the devil has to offer same old tricks same old tricks i do pray that the lord will shield us from his lies will grant us discernment in the name of jesus and if there are young people that are there maybe a child or a friend or a relative who is you know rebellious for now or, or anyone we know who is out there searching for some new age and uh, new age practice or new age belief to hang on to that the lord will lead uh, such a person uh, back home in jesus name amen amen i also love uh, this portion of the story where she compared all the other things she she practiced as short-lived band-aids on a sinking ship did did you hear that description short-lived band-aids on a sinking ship i mean i mean think of a sinking ship i don't know whether you have seen this uh, new movie uh it's been on netflix for for a while it's titled nowhere the story of a woman who, who who found herself in a ship in a ship and she found herself all alone in that ship because uh the others had been killed she wanted to say, and then in a container, rather, in a container in a ship, that container then fell into the into the ocean, and she was alone in the container. At some point, the container started to, to sink uh, because water was coming in, and she found a band aid, band aid, or what you call like a uh, what, what you call like like a plaster of sorts, and she tried to uh, to affix it to where uh, the water was coming in through through the container of course you know that it was there but it was just short-lived and that's what this lady described all those other practices as short-lived band-aids on a sinking ship and what are these she referred to uh finding comfort in alcoholism in the use of drugs and all, all those new age uh, practices 
And that's so true. It was the church father, uh, Augustine of Hippo, who said, You have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they find rest in you. Every human heart is restless until he finds rest in in the Lord God Almighty, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There are some human hearts who find, who think they found rest in some other gods, in some other religions. You find so many people. And again, on a tangential note, when you find so many, when you find some people who are just addicted to drugs or addicted to sex or to alcoholism, sometimes it is, sometimes it is, it is, uh, it is symptomatic of. A deeper problem. It's often symptomatic of a deeper problem. There is often something really, really wrong, uh, really, really wrong at the root, at the very root. And it, many of them are people who are actually who are seekers. Many of them are seekers. I'm not saying it excuses alcoholism. I'm not saying it excuses in any way uh, dependence on drugs or any other so-called new age practice. But see, many of them are seekers, and for us, one lost side should be telling us that uh, we should rather be sympathetic towards them. Uh, we should be sympathetic towards them rather than uh, being merely critical, merely critical of their of the behavior. She also described uh, all the things that she attempted, aside from coming to Christ, as crutches. Crutches, yes, crutches. You know the thing, the, uh, crutches. Those things, those uh, implement that. A person who is injured would need to move from here to uh, from here to the other place. Just those crutches that uh, an injured person or disabled person would lean on would lean on to aid to aid in movement. And perhaps that's just what they are. Anything other than uh, giving one's life to Jesus Christ it would be nothing uh, but mere. Crutch said, I don't want to see these crutches in my life anymore. Anymore, I want the real thing, I want the real thing, and that's what happens to anyone who has come to, to Jesus Christ. He says, I know it's a very narrow road ahead. I do pray that she truly understands that it's a narrow, narrow road ahead. Our Lord has said it, uh, wide is the gate and the road that leads to destruction, and there are many who find it. There are many who find that wide gate that leads to destruction, but the gate that leads to life is narrow, it's narrow, and only few there are who find it. Only few there are who remain on that narrow. Let us pray for this lady, as well as for uh, many people who are coming to Christ newly, uh, that uh, Lord will give her the grace to stay and stay faithful on that on that narrow road. We trust that if truly it is the Lord who has saved her, if truly this is genuine, if, if this is genuine repentance, that the grace of the Lord God Almighty will sustain her. When she came to Christ, she felt uh, she was derided by many people. She said uh, that. Uh, criticisms came from both the church, from Christians and non-Christians. Non-Christians saying, hmm, uh, this cannot be. It cannot be that somebody like this will change. Christians themselves, Christians as well, also doubting the genuity of, the genuineness, rather, of our conversion. Now, I mean, this is not strange for us. We know that even from the story of the Apostle Paul, uh, when uh, Apostle Paul was then Saul, notorious for being critical and hostile to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to the followers of Jesus Christ, who in fact was not only hostile, was not only unbelieving, but was also the lead persecutor of Christians when, of course, the Lord arrested him and made him and commissioned him as his apostle. Many people, many people did not believe. Uh, among Christians, Christians were critical, Christians were cautious, uh, Christians were, were reluctant to associate with him. And of course, you, we must naturally expect that even those who were not 
who were not Christians must have been unbelieving of him as well. But they were so hostile to him, some people uh, wanted to kill him. I mean, for the lesson for us from the from the story of the Apostle Paul is that we should never be among those who say, no, uh, this person cannot come to Christ. That's where the Lord works. He works in mysterious ways and he... he it is within his power. It is within his power to make the person who has been his most, his most uh, virulent enemy to turn around to be the most submissive, the most submissive of his followers. And you see, yeah, that's a hymn that says, "Look, the time will come when Jews and Gentiles will come submitting to the lordship of Jesus Christ." And that much we know, because that time will come when all knees will bow before the Lord, all tongue, all, every tongue will confess the lordship of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. She says that she looks at some of her friends who are still into witchcraft and meditation and she says, look, they are miserable and admit that she was one of them. Indeed, I think that's how the Bible invites us to look at those who are still unbelieving for us to remember that we were once one, we were once one of them and the more we, we remember that, the more we should celebrate the grace that has saved us and the more compassionate we must be for those who are yet to come uh, to faith in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For those who have been reading uh, Christiana's journey with us on Reader's Club, remember that statement credited to Christiana who said to Mercy, when Mercy started weeping for our loved ones left in the city of destruction, Christiana said, Compassion becomes pilgrims. Compassion becomes pilgrims. Meaning that pilgrims are compassionate people. Pilgrims are people who think compassionately about those who have not come to the knowledge of, uh, to the saving grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Those are pilgrims. They are compassionate people. Uh, and we should be like that as well. We look at outside. We see those who have not come. We pray for them. We labor for them in prayer. We intercede for them. And we say to them, oh, taste and say that the Lord is good. Finally, she mentioned that her parents were Christian missionaries. I mean, you'll be surprised, right, that a lady, a girl raised by Christian missionaries turned out, turned out to be, uh, to to, to wander that far, that far away from Christ. But she's back, she's back into the foot of Christ. And that should give us comfort uh, that when we continue uh, to pray for our children and uh, when we have raised them in the will of the Lord, we can rest assured that our tears are not, they're not wasted, right? Our tears in the time of prayer, they're not wasted. They're all stored in God's bottle. They're all stored in God's bottle and at some point in His own perfect will, according to His own perfect calendar, He will bring them back to the knowledge of His, of his saving grace. I love that this lady credited her parents, uh, thanked them for their prayers. And, and that's the way it works. We just keep praying for those uh, who have wandered away from faith and that they will that they will come back to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let us remember that some, some people must have been speaking to okay, no. In fact, she said it that a friend sent her a video. If a friend sent her the video of a sermon, she listened to that sermon and it ministered to her. It's, you know what? When the, I do not know who preached that sermon, when that person was preaching that sermon, I'm pretty sure that that person had no idea that it would be listened to uh, by this celebrity card von day at some points and that it would be the instrument the means that god would use to bring her to repentance and that is what 
has been said to many to all of us Christians, whatever work you are doing for the Lord, you just keep doing it. You do not know how the Lord wants to use uh, that work that you are doing. You know what? He's going to use that work to to His glory. The friend who sent her that video, uh, I mean, what 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 blessing, what blessing she has been uh, to the body of Christ. Again, you do not know when you share. If something if, if something ministers to you, uh, just find a way to share it with others. Say, please just listen. Perhaps they won't listen. Perhaps they will not listen at that time. Perhaps they will not listen immediately. But you just do your part, right? Just do your part and and share and share it and share it. You just do not know. You just do your part and let the Lord do the rest. As as noted very clearly in the epistles, what we are called to do is just to plant. Is to plant. You go plant the seeds. The Lord will will send the rain and according to His own perfect will, bring bring the harvest i'm really rooting for uh, for this lady i'm rooting for her uh, we should keep her in our prayers if you remember her, even if you don't remember her name just say that lady who converted from witchcraft to christianity in indiana in the united states that lord will keep her on the we, we sustain her we sustain her and continue to make her make her story resonate with the word we look forward to you sister being remaining on the lord's side and oh what joy to be for us all to meet in heaven and to celebrate the grace that saved us all. Okay, and, and next day on, on the Lord's side, I want to give you this story. And this is a, a, a story with international dimensions. And I recall that when news initially broke about the, the, the direction that a company behind Miss Universe decided to take at some point, we, we engaged with it on, on the Lord's side and we reflected on some of the issues arising uh, therefrom. Now, uh, it, it was reported yesterday on foxnews.com that the company behind Miss Universe has filed for bankruptcy after accepting transgender contestant transgender contestant. I mean, the uh, the big news then was that the company uh, that was promoting the Miss Universe project decided to accept transgender contestants. And of course, at that time, it was not difficult for anyone not afflicted uh, with the malady of of the new age, it was not difficult for any such one to see through the not only the incongruity but also the the foolishness of that decision. This it was a pageant uh, dedicated to celebrating physical beauty and some other qualities in women. In women, but at some point, it be uh, human beings 
confess that they are no longer able to identify who a woman is. What has been what has never been difficult for generations before uh, to define has now become difficult for this generation to define. So the company behind the Miss Universe project at some point decided to also accept transgender contestants, meaning that uh, when ladies are gathered uh, to contest. Under the banner of this Miss Universe pageantry, uh, then uh, anybody identified as a lady will be accepted. And of course, uh, by saying that, what we are saying basically is that a, a person born as a man uh, could could say that uh, since he now identifies as a lady, uh, he should be part of the Miss Universe uh, pageantry. And that has been the case for a while. And of course, what do you expect? You expect that many people will turn away from the pageantry. It became it, it became ridiculous. It became ridiculous. It became an untenable, an untenable uh, pageantry because, I mean, what, what are you saying? You're, you still call it Miss Universe, but then you allow uh, biological males to participate in the pageantry. I mean, what, what, what were you expecting? Now we are reading that the company behind the Miss Universe project, known for its inclusion of transgender contestants, will now file for bankruptcy just days uh, before the event. Of course, it was all this happened because the company was bought over by a business tycoon and transgender activist from Thailand. It was that uh, it was that man, that young man, I would say, although he now identifies as uh, as a woman who bought the organization in 2022, paid 20 million 20 million dollars for it. He himself has garnered international fame as a transgender celebrity, uh, a man who identifies as a woman, who dresses as a woman, of course, makes up as a woman. Uh, he bought that organization uh, that that holds the license to the Miss Universe project and made that project to also admit of of transgender people. And having done that, we now find that the we now find that the company can no longer survive because I mean it became it became ridiculous for anyone to continue to identify with the Miss Universe uh, project uh, from from that time. And why are we bringing this up? It is not only to point out that uh, in spiritual terms it is foolishness. It is foolishness to. To rebel against God, it is the fool who says in his heart, it is the fool who says there is no God, it is the fool who says, oh, whatever God has said, I don't care, I don't care, I don't want to relate with that, I don't want to relate with that. We can go our own way, we can, uh, we can do our own thing. I mean, it started long ago, right, uh, with Adam and Eve saying, yeah, God has said this, but I mean, that, that's a better argument coming from this serpent, and it did uh, follow the serpent. It also happened when those people gathered together uh, to to build the Tower of Babel. God had said to them, I want you to uh, to go all over the world and populate the whole world. I've made a fantastic world, and it is huge, it is large, it is limitless. Just go, just go and spread all over the world. And they said to themselves, no, that's not what we want to do. 
We want to band together. We want to band together and build for ourselves a city, build for ourselves a city, make for ourselves a name, and build a tower that we reach up to to heaven. And of course, the Lord, uh, the Lord from His throne and I looked at them, and He confounded their plans and confused uh, their language. It is. It will always be so when anybody, any single person, any human being, or any group of people decide to do anything against against the precept of God, against the order of God. It will always be foolishness from a spiritual point of view. It will also be foolishness even from even from points of view when you look at it commercially, when you look at it or when you look at it, even in terms of common human sense, you might say, many people have been pointing this out, uh, actually to many companies who are embracing the uh, the gender revolution. Many people have been saying it that there is another there is another brand from the United States. It's a it's a uh, it's a beer brand, an alcoholic brand. I cannot remember the name right now, but it also got into trouble uh, because it started using transgender activists to market to market its beers to market its drinks and many people turn away uh, from buying uh, buying that product and that's what it, what has happened uh, to the miss universe project as well it is not it is not difficult to understand how things like this how they lead to to foolishness how they lead to bankruptcy but that's exactly what the devil does that's whatever the devil does the devil sells something that is so foolish and paints it in beautiful lights and now you find that many of the leaders in the world many of the opinion leaders in the world what are they doing uh, they are buying into these things they are they are not only supporting it, they are promoting it. They are promoting it and saying this is exactly the way to go. This is what is to be done. This is one of the lots that we should be thankful uh, that we have received wisdom uh, from the Lord. From the Lord, it is foolishness for anyone to say there is no God. It is foolishness for anyone to say whatever God has ordained to be uh, need not uh, need not be followed. Well. When the psalmist said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, I mean, it could be said as well uh, for the person who wants not to follow the Lord, that person should go and taste, and then the person will see uh, the foolishness of his or her ways. Uh, at some point, one of the prophets said, I'm going to find, try and find that, but one of the prophets said, Look, when you decide to go against the Lord, whatever you think you are you are eating and you, are, and you think you're going to enjoy, it will turn into ash in your mouth. I do, I do pray that none of, none of us here will be led astray, will be led astray from from leaving the Lord's side. It is always a destructive, destructive path. And finally today, I want to engage with this story, the story of a woman from the United States who has not been convicted of poisoning her friend's water with, guess what? With eye drops, with eye drops. Sometimes you come across, especially when you engage with uh, criminal stories and stories of criminal convictions. You read the story, you read uh, the facts leading up to the conviction, and you just continue to marvel at the wickedness, wickedness in the hearts of human beings. No wonder uh, the Lord God Almighty looked at the heart at that time and said, "Oh no." 
The Lord God Almighty looked at the earth at that time, and the Lord God said, Oh, how wicked, how wicked are these people, how wicked the human heart, how is it that the human heart is always continually, continually, continually evil. In this case, the story is that uh, a Wisconsin jury has convicted a woman of fatally poisoning her friend's water with eye drops before stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars from her. Can you imagine that? The jurors found, after the reason for 11 hours, they found the lady guilty of first-degree intentional homicide and two counts of death in the death of Lynn Herman. She broke down in tears as the verdict was read in open court. Uh, the the convict, uh, this lady, is 39 years old. She told the investigator that she gave her friend a water bottle filled with six bottles of Vaseline in 2018. Anna was found dead in a condo with crushed medication on her chest, prosecutor said. And then this friend, who has not been convicted, she called the police to report that her friend was unconscious and not breathing. She told authorities that Anna was possibly suicidal. Her death was through the homicide after an, ingred- an ingredient in Vaseline that eye drop was found in her system. Toxicology results from the autopsy showed that the woman had 160 nanograms per milliliter of that, of that chemical, an amount one medical examiner, examiner said would have been impossible to have in one system by using eye droplets. When told that her friend was poisoned, this lady told investigators said they must have staged her, that she must have staged her own suicide uh, with crushed pills. Detectives also eventually concluded that this lady also stole $290,000 from the woman who was killed. Now, look at the age difference between them. Uh, the lady now convicted from the murder is 31 years old. The lady who was killed 61. And there's nothing wrong in having friends like that. An older person, 61 years old, having uh, a much junior junior friend. But both of them mature. And to, to, to imagine that why this younger lady was, was, was caught in the friendship of the older woman, it was all to steal her money, uh, so much so that she was led to put... Uh, six bottles of eye drops into the lady's water. She drank it and she was killed. She was killed by it. Now she has been found guilty and is due to be sentenced on December 7th. I mean, stories like this sometimes, it, stories like this make you wonder and wonder at what evil uh, can take place in the heart of women. Our, our Lord said, I didn't say from women, in the heart of men. When I say men, in the heart of human beings generally from the heart from the heart our lord said evil thoughts evil thoughts like adultery everything proceeds is from the heart that's where everything comes from from out of the heart come evil thoughts murder adultery sexual immorality theft false testimony slander these are what make a man unclean and that is why uh, the christian answer to the world is jesus christ it is only jesus christ who by his touch can make the heart of stone become the heart of flesh and you see when the holy spirit comes the holy spirit will write god's laws in our hearts and that's our that's our only solution to the world 
I do pray that uh, all those you are praying for to come to the Lord will come to the Lord and that your heart that has been touched by the Lord God Almighty will remain soft. We remain soft. We remain the heart of flesh. The, the heart of flesh that uh, when it is tempted to sin, it becomes afraid. When it is tempted to disobey the Lord, uh, it becomes jittery. That is what. Uh, that that is what. That is the heart that is acceptable to God, not the heart of stone. That when it is tempted by the devil to kill a friend, as we just engaged with in this story, would say, "Yes, let's just go ahead." and do it what a shame and let us thank god for all those investigators who have been so diligent diligent as to discover the truth of this matter and this is a lesson to many others in this part of the world who are tasked with investigating crimes it is the glory of god for us to be diligent in these matters to seek to sift out these answers so that the uh, the wicked person is punished and we pray for the family of the lady who was killed may the lord comfort them in jesus name Amen. And also, may the Lord save us and keep us from false and evil friends, right? Lord, grant us discernment always, always. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much for saving us this morning on Gospel Best Radio. I hope to be with you again tomorrow for another episode of On the Lord's Side. Whatever you do, please remain family on the Lord's Side. God bless you. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ.